Uh, Let me say this. So is the University of Utah like in New York City with all these people? Because there's more radio stations that I've been to this morning from Salt Lake. We don't have NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We, we pay, got two we pay things, college attention. football and NBA. That's right. That's our That's right. Things. And so that can be a blessing and a curse as yeah. well for, for the Utes, right? No, oh, no question. Well, Every little move is dissected. That's right. A thousand times over. Yep. And then when Utah selected to win the Pac-12, then everybody circles the wax. Right. Like, oh, well, we got to go down and get this thing covered up. Right. Um, PK just asked the question to your center about that, playing inside the expectations. Uh, what kind of expectations do you feel like Utah's dealing with because you've been in this position? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I and I think Kyle Winningham is, you know, the same way. It's like nobody has higher expectations for how we're going to perform than ourselves. And I know it's the same for high level. And that's exciting time. Um, it's also, in, you know, a little bit of a scary time because we've just had some guys that have played a lot of football for a yep. long time for us. But it's also what's all, what's really going on is this competition. You can just feel the – not that we didn't have it in the past, but now we truly have Those wide open. are open. They really are. You know, so much on defense, yeah. at our quarterback position. Yeah. You know, you just feel it throughout our program, which we think is healthy. So I'm wondering why you have to come to Utah to get receivers. I mean, don't you have any up there in the Northwest? <laughs> you got Ty Jones and now Nakua. I, I'm asking the same question: Why these other teams have to come to Seattle try to get some of our guys in other position? Can so we it's just, just a trade off. You stay, everybody stay out, and we'll stay out. Just play state for state. Exactly. You can only recruit. You got state. in Nakua late, and I mean, we've seen him play. I do a thing each spring where we have a banquet uh, and presented him with the high school athlete of yeah. the year. This kid's incredible. Yeah, we're, we were excited to get him. And, you know, it did kind of look like we came late, but we had been on him for a long time, like uh, before that he committed. Right. And so, and then you just never know how things go. You know, they're twists and turns. We've got a bunch of guys committed to us right now in this class, and you never know how that, like, pans out at the end of the day. And uh -huh. we really thought that Puka really fit us. You know, we're, 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 you know, we're pretty picky in terms of how many scholarships we offer, and we don't offer many scholarships, and we just try to hone in on a few guys that we really think fit us. And so from the start, we thought that Puka really fit, like not only as a player for what we were trying to do, but just how he was as sure. a person. Yeah, yeah. And I think he felt that a little bit, but anyway, so we went a different direction. And then as the season went on, you know, we were hearing things were kind of changing, and so we were kind of back in it, and... We're fortunate to get him because we're we're excited. I think that guy can yeah he can play can, can exactly. I always think that's interesting. Family dynamics. I come from a family of football players, and, yeah. and we were all designed pretty much for one university. And for, to have a coach come in where you know that family's been at one university, right? And you got that one kid, and you're like, wait a second, don't go there. <laughs> come here. How difficult is that to persuade well, a family into I, difference? I'm I'm into the fit. I really am, and I tell all the guys that we recruit. Listen, if we don't, if we're not the best fit for you, we don't want you to come here. Like this thing is about you. It's about the kids getting themselves to the right fit. You see all this transfer and all this stuff because guys aren't going to the right. That's one of the reasons. Like, you know, I really want to lay our cards on the table and really educate them in terms of what our program, the University of Washington, is all about. And not try to, like, hype us more than make us different than what we are because that's no good for anybody. And so 
and and that's what I want everybody doing recruiting. Yeah. You know, and you know it's it's a fine line because everybody believes strongly in what they're all about, and sometimes you push that strong and they don't really paint the picture what it's going to be about. We try to like show this is what it's about. We think we're really different inside culturally what we're doing with these kids, and if. We think you fit there after we've done all this homework. But really, at the end of the day, the, you and your family got to figure this out. And if it, you don't feel like you fit the best, you need to go to that other place. And that's, that's how we recruit. And so that's what I was kind of saying about Puka. That yeah, yeah, we just really felt like he would fit us really well. Now, whether we were the best fit for him, that's why he's got to take visits and figure all that out. Mm-hmm. We saw you guys in the championship game, obviously. I was up at the stadium. And... A big surprise for me, man. You, you got to the point where you weren't even trying field goals. It, it just seemed uh, it was really struggling there. And I understand you brought in a freshman. Uh, is that situation going to be what I would call corrected? Maybe you would disagree with that phrase. Well, I think um, our field goal kicker, Peyton Henry, I think he's, you know, I told him this. I mean, I think he's, you know, this close to being a really good kicker. He's got a big leg. He kicks well in practice. He's missed a couple in games. He's a freshman, you know, he's a redshirt freshman. And we do have another kicker coming in, and competition is awesome. You know, I think it's going to make everybody better. But I don't want to put that all on our kicker because um, we need to score touchdowns in the red zone. And and that's something that we didn't do. Right. I mean, the whole thing was not right in the red zone, whether we weren't kicking field goals and, and all those type of things. That's just something we got to try to get better at. Chris Peterson is with us, head coach in Washington. And I want to ask you about your quarterback position, but I feel pretty confident in this opinion that Jake is going to get the start. <laughs> that is a very – yeah, I think you can ink that one down. Yeah, right? Just yes. write it down. Jake is going to get that start, right? Considering we have three of them. That pos- in that <laughs> one room. going out. Yeah. What? And that's with one leaving. We still have three Jakes left. But talk about that position and what you're looking for yeah. this year. So, you know, Jake Hayner was – Jake Browning's backup uh, last year, and it really, really, I mean, he hasn't played a ton, but he's really done a nice job for us in terms of, like, knows what we're doing, can operate at a high level, has played in some games, and has done some good things. A lot of practice reps, and has looked really good. We've got um, Jacob Eason coming in who sat and really ran our scout team last year. And so he's getting up to speed and really taking now meaningful reps for us. He did through the spring. So that's a nice competition. And then we have a young guy in uh, Jacob Sermon that was a true freshman last year um, that is has a big arm and those type of things as well. And so it's an awesome, you know, for having a four-year starter and now not having one, it's been it's been nice to watch the competition. So when you have that situation and you've got these three quarterbacks and you're out there in practice, what are you looking for to discern the three to make one the starter? Yeah, I just think who can, you know, they all have talent and it's who can play at the most consistent level, you know, and sometimes really good play is throwing the ball in the stands and sometimes it's taking a sack. I mean, I'm starting with all these negatives right here, but really that's (laughs) what it is, you know, and don't turn the ball over. And when the guy's open, did you? Do the e- Sometimes we make it too complicated. You know, it's like, who can just make this thing easy for us? If one's open, throw it to him. If not, get to two. Other than that, run or throw it away. And who can operate? I mean, it sounds so simple, and it is, but not easy to do. Uh, speaking of run, you know, Miles Gaskin was also a staple that you've been able to count on for several years. He's gone. 
You got a med there. Are you looking to have a one tailback situation? Is it going to be rotational? Well, I think one of the things that we did so well with Miles Gaskin is the rotation that we did with him since he was a freshman. We're always kind of, uh, you know, you have a guy, but we're going to play other guys. And I think, you know, Miles Gaskin in four years missed two, two and a half games for us. And those two games that he missed this year, we lost. Yeah. That was the. That's how valuable he was to us. But we have some good backs, you know, coming back. And Ahmed is, you know, he's kind of the next guy up. Are we Sean McGrew and Kamari Pleasant? And, and we got some young guys, freshmen in there as well that I'm anxious to see how this thing goes. But we will play a couple of those guys. And it's awesome competition there because Miles was, had been the guy. And so all those guys are really yeah. vying for more playing time. Well, Coach, thank you so much for giving us a few minutes. Always a highlight of our day. Thank you very much. Appreciate Coach. you guys. Thanks, thank you, Coach. Okay. See you in November. Okay. Coach, <laughs> Coach Chris Peterson.